Human design is a part science, part spiritual system that tells you who you came here to be. You have your own blueprint, your own way of becoming successful, your own way your dreams are going to come true, the way you'll experience the most joy and fulfillment. The instruction manual for how to move through the world is custom to you. When you act according to that manual, when you act as the real you, everything in life comes to you with more ease and less resistance. We all know we're different, yet we're still acting like there's one way to do life. Let's talk about it. To find out your design and the designs of the people in your life, you can visit myhumandesign.com or download the My Human Design app in the App Store and on Google Play. Okay, guys, welcome. I'm sitting here with my very good friend, Bryony Deary, who many of you probably already know. And I wanted to do this new series where we talk and get really granular about how people actually apply their design, whether intentionally or unintentionally, towards their version of success, how them becoming more aligned leads to success. And you know, you you can listen to so many success podcasts where people are just passing on what worked for them and almost expecting you to just copy paste exactly what they've done as if it's supposed to work for you. But I really want to get into what is it about how people are specifically built that help them get to where they are in the hopes that you knowing your design and hearing how other people with different designs made it work can kind of help you play with your own framework so for example if you have a one in your profile and you're listening to someone who has a three in their profile if they're saying well it's actually actually perfect that we're talking about ones and threes because Bryony for example is a three five and being a three five means that she has to experiment and had has had to try on loads of different ways and different things whereas if you're a one for example you would be you know, going down rabbit holes and researching things and trying to understand and build your knowledge base and all that sort of thing. So anyway, um, Bryony, can you just tell people about, for people who don't know you, um, who you are, what you do? Yes. Hi, everyone. I'm so happy to be doing this. We're just cozy on the sofa. I feel Mm -hmm. like this is just our thing. Our favorite place to be. I know. We're just mic'd (laughs) up this time. be anywhere else. (laughs) Um, so thanks for having me on your pod. Um, so I, my name is Bryony. I have an app called Pilates by Bryony. I'm a Pilates teacher and, um, I have kind of built this online platform that shares on-demand classes, live classes every week. We do loads of challenges Mm -hmm. and, it has just been like you know more than anyone it's just been such a crazy I guess like a year and a half really mm-hmm. for me and growing the business and um mm. yeah I'm so excited to kind of get into how you know my human design and my like building more awareness mm. and learning more about this stuff mm-hmm. through you I mm-hmm. feel like I just have a constant fountain of knowledge mm-hmm. um and yeah just becoming more aware of what makes me work um to my my best level basically yeah so So what's interesting is that you know from seeing from seeing so many people working with so many people you can once you do that I think you can smell alignment on people it's almost like a it's a sense you get when you can tell that people are aligned and I think you know one of the things that we always teach is that 
when you are doing the things you're supposed to be doing that are aligned for you things can happen really fast without much effort and almost out of nowhere and you're such a good example of that because you literally started teaching classes on zoom in lockdown is that right tell people about how it started for you yeah so I think everyone actually assumes it was lockdown and it wasn't Mm. so it's even quicker really because well I was teaching friends and family, but like literally like two two of my friends on, on we were kind of just working out together more mm. so than anything else. And then we came out of lockdown, I think beginning of twenty one. Mm-hmm. I did my first Zoom group class in May twenty one. So post lockdown and then, you know, I, ha- I literally begged people to join <laughs> and I was like, bring your friends and, you know, here's the link guys. And, and, um, it started at kind of like 10, 12 people. And then by the end of that year, so end of 21, I had got up to a hundred on my live zoom. So I was doing two live classes a week. Mm. I got up to a hundred and I'm like, wow, you know how, how has this happened so, so quickly? Mm-hmm. And um, as you say, it was it was so quick. And then I did this January challenge. So in the October before the January, I, I was away with my mom and I just said to her, if I can just get, you know, these 100 people and do this big challenge, I think it's going to be amazing. Mm-hmm. And and then the challenge just completely exploded way, mm-hmm. way more than I, I thought, which meant that I could then save money and, and launch the app later that year so this was last year so I think a key thing there is that I mean I knew you that whole time and so watching it just kind of like gain this momentum is like it's almost like did you not feel like you knew how that was even happening because I think that's one of the big things about alignment is like you can see it happening but you're not like and obviously you're doing the work and you're providing the service and you're being excellent but it's like it's catching on in a way that you couldn't necessarily like orchestrate for it to catch on. You couldn't make no. people like it, right? They just 100%. did. hundred percent. And also I felt like removed from the situation. Mm. It's a really weird thing. Like I think a, a couple of people kind of saying to me, oh my gosh, you know, I'm like, I'm seeing everything. It's crazy. I keep seeing people do your classes and stuff. But when you're that person you don't see that. So you, I didn't realize kind of how quickly it was happening. And I remember us talking and you were saying, Bryony, you need to do an app. Mm. And um, at the time, I never ever considered doing, having my business online. It was kind of just to gain um, confidence. I was so unconfident mm. before all of this. So I was like, I'm just going to throw myself in at the deep and do the Zoom classes. I never thought, and then I'll do the app and then this yes. and then that. I actually thought I would open a studio and and do a, do that go down that route, mm-hmm. but um, so yeah, I never I never planned it. And had I planned it, it would have just been yeah. probably completely different. And totally, actually, probably taken way longer. That's so key. Is that when you try to have like this like airtight strategy of how everything's yeah. going to unfold for you, you literally just not only are you blocking out like the best unfolding, but you're slowing it down. You're making it not happen the way that it 
is meant to and then just be surprised at how it starts to happen you know it's so true there was never kind of a moment where I thought right this is my first step I'm going to do the January challenge and then that's going to create like I never thought that Mm -hmm. way after the January challenge people were messaging me saying well what's the February challenge Mm. so then I thought I don't know (laughs) like okay this is it and then I did a February challenge and then people were saying what's the March challenge it was going Mm -hmm. on like that so um yeah, it completely, it was like a snowball type thing. Yeah. Um. So 100%, if I had planned it, it would have probably gone completely wrong. <laughs> and what I think is so cool is that you started, I mean, lockdown, you were, didn't have a job. Yeah. Didn't know what you were going to do. You were like going deep on like self-development and yeah. doing podcast, listening to podcasts and journaling and really like working on yourself. But before that, you've done almost every job conceivable, right? Yeah. And you, I feel like that didn't, that took off any pressure for Pilates to be like the thing. Because you're just always so comfortable just like trying things and knowing that you're capable and competent. And if it wasn't this, you would have just kept going. Yeah. And I think it's, it probably was just more naivety rather than like, I kind of was just going into it a bit oblivious of whatever I'm just like yeah you know I'll try this and try Mm. I think there's so today what's good about today is that you can you can do so many different things you could be a doctor but also be an actress you know there's Mm -hmm. there's not so much it's not so rigid now I don't think and um yeah so I just felt like I could kind of just just because a lot of people say to me well you know how did you how did you have the confidence to announce that you were now a Pilates teacher? Mm -hmm. And I think I just kind of was like, well, why not? Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, um, so yeah, I've tried it all. Can you tell some, can you like list some of the things you've done? Cause just, I think it's so expanding to the mind to know that how not limited you've made yourself, like how not in a box and how you've just always tried to, you know, you've always landed on your feet. Yeah. So um, I always say I'm like, what's the expression? Jack, Jack of all, all trades. <laughs> so I've honestly done so many different jobs from like working in a Chinese restaurant to working on a makeup counter, being uh, a manager of a makeup counter in a department store. And then I kind of gone on and done lots of random different jobs. But then before lockdown, I, I actually had a corporate wellness business just before lockdown, which obviously closed all the offices closed, we closed the business, the income was zero. So I had no, no form of income for lockdown. Before um, the corporate wellness business, I had a swimwear business. So, um, which I loved, but it just didn't really, it wasn't, it's, it's funny because now I feel so at ease. You know, when I'm like working, it's like, I feel this is exactly what I'm meant to be doing. Without Mm -hmm. that sounding cliche, it is so funny because having had two other businesses, the swimwear always always felt more forced. Mm. Whereas this, I just feel like calm with it. I know that there's nothing else I would do. There's nothing else I want to do. This is my thing. Mm. So, um, but I've learned so much from having the other businesses. So I would never have changed that. Yeah. And I think we were just discussing this before, but I think often we can kind of like fixate 
as a society on having a purpose, finding your purpose. But actually, I think it's more about, like you say, trying things on for size rather than focusing on the end game. Mm -hmm. And then working back, I think sometimes you have to actually just try different things yeah. and actually just just start something. Yeah. I, I my One of my favorite things to tell people is like, when you start anything, it's not going to sound glamorous. Like Jeff Bezos selling books on the internet isn't, that's not painting the picture of who he ended up becoming, you know, or Elon Musk just being an engineer, right? Yeah. Or Walt Disney started off as an illustrator. He came back from war and told his whole family he wanted to become an illustrator. And they thought he was crazy because he was like a war vet, wow. you know, yeah. and that was like taken so seriously back in the day. And that was like such a reputable job to have and admirable. And he just wanted to draw. Wow. So, you know, it's one of those things where I think trying to reverse engineer because you want to get somewhere impressive is silly because you'll get somewhere impressive if you do what's aligned. Yeah, exactly. And do you know what? Like with business, now that I know, okay, this is what I'm supposed to be doing and this is my business now, I do kind of think of end goals. And then I, mm -hmm. I always think that you can achieve anything in like a business sense because it's just steps. So you kind of, mm -hmm. you, you have that goal and then you can work backwards in steps. But I think it's very different when you're looking at, you know, your thing, your mm. career, your, the place you want to live, whether you want to have a family or, you know, mm. whatever it might be. I don't think that's when you can do the end goal work back thing. Yeah, that makes sense. I agree. And also like with <clears throat> within the business goals you're having are more micro, right? So you're saying, yeah. okay, I want to achieve this by the end of the year. Yes. But you're not forcing yourself to come up with where you're going to be in 20 years time. You know, yeah, that's like a slightly like it's that pressure of like the purpose. And we only see people who've been grafting at what they do for years you know yeah. but just in private um and then it looks like they're just giant out of nowhere and we're like I want that and if I can't do that tomorrow if I can't get there yeah. what's the job that's going to give me that tomorrow and the reality is there is no job that's going to give you that tomorrow and usually things that give you the quick kind of hits instant like the yeah. short-term gratification are the things that end up you know dying out later like most people if they wanted to could make quick money doing a handful of things but yeah it's, it's not so going to give you a long term and fulfillment. Actually, exactly. And actually, like, again, on the kind of the thing you saying, not everything happens overnight. And sometimes I think it looks that way. But mm -hmm. for me, like, I've learned so much from having the other businesses that I can now apply in this way. And yeah. being in my alignment with what I'm supposed to be doing, plus the lessons that I've learned along the way mm. kind of creates this, like, winning combination. And it's, so that means it's never a waste never. if you do other things before your thing that don't work out because yeah. it's still putting time in towards you getting really good and you achieving mastery at whatever it is you do. Yeah, completely. Because actually the court is interesting because the, the corporate wellness business. So pre-lockdown, we were providing massage therapists or meditation specialists or yoga teachers or whatever into offices and then obviously the offices closed and then um, we created this online platform to provide hmm. to the businesses throughout lockdown which is kind of what I'm doing now so mm. we I, I would ask our practitioners to film certain things that we would then put out online and create this online hot hub which you know, is now, has now taught me so many lessons of, of my thing that I'm doing now yeah. with the app. So it's so interesting. There's never a waste. Never I learned, waste. like, <coughs> when I worked on the 
the beauty counter I learned about targets and goals you know Mm. there's so many things and I think it's so fun to have such a like colorful different um background of of jobs and yeah and also it's interesting because you know you couldn't say okay well if you need to be a Pilates teacher these are the jobs you need to do before it's about the fact that your essence and your specific perspective on life picked up the things it needed to from those jobs so for example if you if your alignment was to become a beauty influencer you would have picked up from the counter like more how did you make up well you're amazing at doing makeup too but (laughs) you know what I mean you would have focused more on the things the parts of that job that were interesting to you do you know what I mean so it's like things that pique you whilst you're in anything is not the same things that other people will be picking up from those same jobs exactly like depending on who you are as a person those those key things would jump out to you more and yeah then those lessons would, yeah a hundred percent and also if you go back further forget just you know the fact that I guess half of getting to your sort of alignment is getting the skills and the things that you're really good at and using any job to refine them but also there's the other thing which is like your interest your passion and also the things that sometimes the universe gives them to in the form of things that inconvenience you or life experiences yeah. and you don't you know there's a lot of um you know workout apps and people that are you know leading people in workouts but you have um you know you're not just jumping on a bandwagon because it's popular you have a longer deeper connection to it because of what happened to you yes yeah completely so you you mean yeah 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 so um yeah the I just for everyone else I had a car accident when I was younger and um, that's kind of how my Pilates journey began when I was 17, 18, um, seven, I think I was just before I was 18. Um, yeah, that, that was my route into Pilates. So it's interesting how it kind of like came, it's come up and then it circled back during, like I've come back to it. Mm. Um, <laughs> but it, it, it healed you from what, like a, you yeah, couldn't so my, move I had a neck brace. I was wearing a neck brace. I was on a lot of... Um, medication and it just completely healed me I was in so much pain like I I, yeah it was terrible I had depression from it because you know chronic pain it's just like Mm -hmm. debilitating yeah so uh and obviously being that age all your friends are kind of going out and Mm. having fun and um so Pilates really saved me in that sense and then um and then once I think being younger I didn't really see this then okay this is now my life a part right. of my lifestyle you're like okay tick box like yeah. it healed me great yeah move on to the next thing because Pilates was not really known then yeah um so yeah and then I kind of moved on from it and then came back again mm. and actually I did my I only did my qualification just before lockdown mm. So it's crazy. By some crazy coincidence. Yeah. 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 So, um, and thank God I chose then because, yeah. Can you imagine? And that's also where like the timing of life, like we think we have so much control over things, but also there's sometimes these things that just happen and we have these random fancies. I've heard so many stories of people right before lockdown got the sense to do this or this or change or pivot or quit their job or whatever and it's like there isn't a why but we just have to trust that kind of more mystical as much as we're also trying to put our energy into getting aligned and doing our part there's another part where that thing just like whispers to you where you just if you don't have resistance and you do it it works out yeah and I think actually you've really helped me uh be able to kind of 
listen to those cues. Mm. I was just very much go, go, go before. And um, yeah, you've definitely made me become more aware of, okay, how am I, because obviously my human design, I have to do those things Mm -hmm. that make me feel like, give me that buzz and make me feel amazing. And I think knowing that, and that gives me the energy to to keep going. Yeah. And also knowing that I really need my time on my own. Mm-hmm. Because I think I, I never really kind of accepted that and knew that about myself. Mm. So now it really helps me with work knowing like, okay, if I'm going to have an event or all these different things coming up, I need the night before I need to be doing absolutely nothing. Yeah. The day before I need to literally just be sitting in silence. And yeah. Like, recharging whereas I wouldn't have known that before and it's so interesting isn't it because sometimes I feel like the moments where you're busy it's almost that voice gets louder because you're like well who am I to stop now do you know what I mean yeah it's like why now's not the time to stop now's not the time to stop but it's like no actually you're going to be more successful if if you actually do exactly that now yeah exactly I also want to ask you about how because I think you teach Pilates in such a different way and you format your you know on the one hand like I said like workout apps and platforms are so big but you I think the reason why yours has taken off and really stands out is because you do it in such a different you you don't follow the prescription for example I don't know whether you've done this on purpose and you'll tell me I actually don't know this but from my perspective and I tell you this all the time that I love your lives but you do a lot more live classes I think than most other workout apps do um and also the type of pilates that you teach is very very honoring of the classical pilates which you've explained to me um and i remember when our mutual friend first introduced us she was like it's like hard pilates like yeah it's not you know the usual typical stuff and i remember thinking it's super challenging and i know that you're that way you have this like specific essence that really goes for things and goes all in Mm. but the the um sort of delivery method is so calm and relaxing that you almost don't realize like how hard it is I said this to you recently about like (laughs) the way you are about everything is like that like you go all in and you're like super enthusiastic which ties back to your um in human design we call it the sun personality gate which is like it's about being all in it's about being enthusiastic it's about just going for it but you make it so doable to other people. And so you're doing this Pilates that's really challenging and I'm used to really challenging workouts, but you do it in a way that's so relaxing and calming and you don't have the typical voice that gets used. You know, you sometimes you just pick up the ways that you think you need to do a certain role because you've seen that role being done a thousand times before, but you really do such a good job of bringing your own flavor the things you like the way you like to do it to what you do that's so nice so it doesn't feel like a typical workout app yeah and actually thank you that's so nice um I it's funny because on my lives I am like talking to myself I'm it's like I'm talking to me and my friend working out I'm like okay don't worry guys like five more minutes left we can all do this get into the zone it's, mm-hmm. it's like rather... that's such a briny is like, get into the zone <laughs> <laughs> i like because in my head if i didn't if someone was training me mm-hmm. and i if they said right you've got five minutes left mm. just give me your everything everyone mm-hmm. could do five minutes it's fine then i'd be like okay five minutes five minutes you know mm-hmm. 
if they just didn't even tell me that, I would be like, well, how much longer? <laughs> and I would maybe give up or whatever. So I, the way I try to think of my teaching kind mm. of, uh, what do you call it? Maybe? Style. Style. Mm -hmm. um, it's kind of as if me and you were doing a workout in the living room. Like, and I just want it to be super, na I mean, sometimes on my lives, I've like, for I mean, you're literally in my living room mm -hmm. I, and on a few of them. I'm like, oops, forgot to move my coffee table away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it is just natural and I want it to be like that. I don't ever want someone to feel like, um, you know, like we're, we're working out at the end of the day. The, mm. the person at home that I'm so aware that that time is so precious and so valuable. I want you to feel calm. But mm. I also want you to feel like you've had an amazing workout, mm. like you've moved your body in a completely different way. But I also want you to feel like you can do it in your pajamas with no makeup on. Mm -hmm. And you're, you're, we're all part of this together. It's not like, you know, judgy or intimidating. It is just really super appro approachable and just, you know, mm -hmm. we're all just in our living room working out at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. So with the classical thing, as you mentioned, I... In the Pilates well, just briefly to touch on, there's a classical side of things and there's a contemporary side. I find this super fascinating. So I think other people will too. So yeah. same all. Yeah. <laughs> so the classical method is the original method from Joseph Pilates. So that is built and based around a repertoire of exercises that don't change the... Um, order that that is from start to finish the repertoire that is the classical method and he is incredible and, and that that method is just the foundation of pilates it's so incredibly healing it's amazing mm. you've then got contemporary pilates and to give you an idea it would take you for contemporary pilates you could do like a weekend course to be a teacher mm -hmm. which there's no no disrespect nothing wrong with that but mm -hmm. it's more about like you know the short sharp movements the pulses mm. kind of more aerobic style workout mm. so whereas with classical it would take it much would take longer much longer yeah and it's specifically obviously it's designed not just to look good but it's like for recovery for longevity for spinal Injuries. health for injury yeah. yeah so joseph pilates always said you're only as flexible as your spine mm. and you know he has all these phrases which are just so like oh yeah like wow mm -hmm. so powerful but what people don't really do in pilates is combine the two mm -hmm. so that is what my method's all about is combining the foundation and the incredible healing transformative power of the original form classical Pilates with the incredible burn and results of contemporary. Mm -hmm. So you're, I, I believe that you move in a completely different way. And I can hand on heart say <laughs> that I really do. I've done all, like I've been always very good at working I've always liked working out since I was literally 14 years old I used to do aerobics like I've always worked out my whole entire life but I think that working out with you is the one thing that has um corrected my kind of evened out my strengths and weaknesses so for example like I think and this is not just me but I think a lot of women are like very hip dominant and quad yeah. dominant for example and I've all the workouts I've ever done it's never enabled me to then like use my inner thighs properly yeah. and like reshape from that kind of deeper level. Or I've always had like, 
some kind of upper ab, but never that kind of deep lower ab, even if I've done those things before, because I've always been able to make it look like I was doing the moves yes. in previous workouts, but yeah. never using the right parts of my body. Yeah. And so I think what's amazing about this is like, it really does. And you say this all the time, but I understood it mentally, but now I get it in here, like in the heart and yeah. the soul is like, you move completely differently. Yes. Like even when you're walking, which is what you always say. Yes, I love, I mean, I love, you're so consistent, by the way. Like you you work out, your workouts make me be like, okay, Jada's done her No, work. stop, yeah. stop. I swear though, I promise you, it's because you feel so, um, and it's not even about getting in shape for me anyway. Like I'm kind of in a place where I'm like, it's so um, kind of just like rearranges everything. It's like getting yeah. like surgery, like energetic yeah. surgery. It's like just put all the pieces back together every morning. Yes. You know? Completely. So then you feel like body's aligned, mind can be aligned, spirit can be aligned, yeah. you know? And I think also now, hopefully, and I really I really want to kind of like push, push this message out there. Mm. But I feel, feel like people are less focused on um, or less obsessive over the physical results now which is amazing they're mm. coming more into the mind body connection mm. like what are they getting mentally from this workout mm -hmm. as well you know yeah. obviously there's amazing physical benefits which like you can't deny mm -hmm. um and I love too but I think it's so special when you get that like me and you voice note mm -hmm. over and we get so excited yeah because you'll be like oh my gosh I did a workout today and I've never felt my inner thigh on this ab move yeah and now I'm feeling it and I'm like yeah it's and fun because and actually you you only find it harder every time. It gets harder because Way you're tired. And I always say this and people are thinking, yeah, okay, it's mm -hmm. just like a spiel that she mm -hmm. said. But it's so true because your mind, that mind to muscle connection is insane. It really is. And once you've like mastered that one move in that one area of your body, then that's second nature. So then that's in your body. That's mm -hmm. in your, like, it's just part of you. So then you can turn on that other area and then it's like, then those results come. Yeah, it's so true. So you get more out of each move. Yeah. And you know what I am? It's funny because I'm inconsistent in my design. So what I do is, because oh. I know you walk every day and you do Pilates and I usually can't do both. But I'll always, um, if I'm into, and I told you this just before this, not thinking I would like bring it up, but um, sometimes what I'll do is I'll just turn on a class. Yeah. And then if I feel like doing more, I'll do like a second class, but like for until I've had enough, like it could be seven minutes into another class if I just did a 10 minute and then I'm starting a 40 minute, but I've done 17 minutes. I love but that. I just kind of flow with it. And then I'll pick up like I finished the abs on one side and then the next day I'll do like, I'll just jump right back in where <laughs> I left off. Um, and on days where I don't feel like doing it, I'll do my walks, you know? That's so so that's it's just so nice you. to like, you know, I love that. flow with it and make it your own. But I also feel like you know, what you said about mentality, I think is going to be so important anyway for this year specifically. And people who um, are following all of my work with the new paradigm know that this year is a different year than the last three years, which were very about, you know, sort of very obviously began with COVID. Yeah. We're very sort of rocky, um, changing our life physically type of thing. You know, like a lot of people split up or found their purpose or changed purpose or changed homes or relocated or, yeah. and there was a lot of, um, 
sort of tension in the air with all these movements and the, you know, upheaval. all the causes and the upheaval and governments changing and institutions changing and, you know, um, Black Lives Matter and, you know, more equality and all this stuff. Now we're moving into much more of an era where it's like, okay, we've, we've re kind of jigged the outside a little bit, but now what do we want to be within this new frame, newer yes. framework that's emerging? And so one of the sort of things that's coming to the forefront is like mental health. Yeah. And I don't just mean, um, you know, yeah, not just depression and anxiety and, and having mental disorders, but also just like, how do we make ourselves be happy and how yeah. do we switch off thoughts? And I think one of the things that's amazing about um, moving your body is A, it moves energy. So if you are anxious or tense or whatever, sometimes that is just needing to funnel it into yes. something. But also when you're doing it with you, on the one hand, you're using your physical energy, but you're also turning off your mental energy because you have to concentrate so much yeah. on the specific. I can I could switch off kind of if I'm doing 100 jumping jacks in a row. Yeah. But if I'm having to really concentrate on something. Yeah. I think there's something really big about that, that it turns off the rest of your brain. Yes, for sure. Because you're coming out of your mind, going into your body. Mm. And there, there's so much precision and control mm -hmm. and focus. And then the breath work and everything. That it, It's almost impossible to be thinking about other things mm -hmm. whilst you're doing this, mm -hmm. this type of movement. And... and yeah, it's incredible the the mental release that you mm -hmm. get because you've had let's say you're you're you know you're having you're having a really stressful day but having imagine if you could t tell someone okay for half an hour of a, of that day mm -hmm. or to begin the day or at the end of the day whenever's good for you you're going to be free of that and mm. it's just so special and yeah, it, it, honestly, it's just, I just feel so passionate about it. That's a beautiful way to put it. Yeah. Like, like you will be free of mm -hmm. whatever is kind of, and I always say this in my classes, you know, breathe in the good energy and release mm -hmm. anything holding you back. Mm -hmm. It's almost like you do that just through the movement. Yeah. And I also think that there's something interesting about, I know that different things work for different people. So sometimes if you are anxious or if you're someone who's quite high energy, mm. I think meditation is amazing to slow your brain down or to be yeah. more self-aware, whatever. But I do think for some people to have that extra energy, yeah, it actually helps to move it rather than to just yes. sit with it. So what you were saying about you're going to have half an hour where you won't be able to think about anything else yeah if you sat most people down and said okay sit down for half an hour and don't think about anything that's much harder yeah it's all you think about it's like <laughs> don't you know don't think about it's like telling a kid don't think about yeah chocolate exactly <laughs> whereas if you're like we're gonna do this instead it's the power of distraction and you know actually yeah. it's, I'm happy that you brought up the kids thing because um, you know, children, We none of us can feel pain and pleasure at the same time. Like the brain is yeah. incapable of feeling pain and pleasure simultaneously. So that's why, for example, so isn't that cool? Yeah. So when you eat something and you're like feeling emotional and you eat something, it's because you're disabling the pain temporarily because you're taking in pleasure, right? Wow, yeah. Whatever it is, the addictions are, it's that switching off that mechanism. And so with kids who don't attach stories to things, when they, you know, it's, you see it's very common, like when they scrape their knee, if you make a joke or something, they totally forget about it, right? Yeah. So it's the same thing. It's like, okay, well, whatever else is going on, you're feeling a certain way, 
if you do Pilates and you're fully in it and it's in, you know, very yeah. immersive the way you do it. I think that's another thing that you really do is because you're kind of talking to people like they're friends and because you're casual about it and because of how many lives you do. So you really feel like you're there with you. Yeah. It's so much more immersive. And that's really in line with your energy and what we call your incarnation cross in human design, which is like your life purpose, which is so tied to like not only the enthusiasm I was talking about, but also in that mix of your life purposes or your theme of your life, let's say, is like bringing people together and making people feel like they're a part of something and that closeness yeah. and the that sort of tribal connection, you know? Yeah, wow. So I think without you knowing that, doing so many lives, and you, I always tell you this, I'm like, I love it when you do lives. Because yeah. um, there's something extra zingy and you can, people we're all great energy readers, even if we don't know why we're reading energy, right? And so, and you can train it, obviously, but I think people gravitate towards something that is zingy or magnetic when it's aligned. So I could probably predict to you that people love your lives, even if it's not just me and I know why, right? The fact that you do so many of them is doing well for you because it's a micro alignment. Obviously, you're doing Pilates is like the mac, you know, a more macro. Yeah. But then there's so many levels within that that you can always keep refining the way that you show up, um, yeah. you know, and the way that you tailor things, right? So, isn't I think it crazy? It's super cool. Yeah, it's cool. And how like people can feel the energy of a live versus um, like yeah. a pre-recorded. Like you say, people are naturally, without realizing, attracted to certain certain and things yeah, yeah. It's, it's amazing yeah and I mean I'm never up when you're teaching lives you teach them at 7 a.m I'm never yeah, awake but I, I play them I know that because <laughs> I, I say to because people say that they love the lives and I'm like okay but are you doing them live because a lot of mm. people are abroad or whatever mm. and a, a lot of the time they're not but mm-hmm. there's still that kind of they feel like they are yeah <laughs> so that's really nice it's so, great yeah. and I even love the whole like okay guys I'm just like waiting um it's like 6 30 here <laughs> I just had my matcha it um, somehow I don't know it's like zingy on you it's great you know and but you couldn't tell someone else to do the same thing who's doing exactly what you're doing because it might not work the same way for them yes exactly that's and a they thing. might actually come alive and like this is what I think the foundation of human design I think it's so from from my kind yeah of basic perspective perspective yeah. I think it's just so good to know that not everyone is the same. Yeah. Like that is kind of just the basic level. But I, I'm guilty of always talking about a morning routine, for example. Mm. But like our mutual friend, Jordan, mm-hmm. it comes alive at night. Like yeah. what, she shouldn't have a morning routine. Yeah. What, that would be insane for her to try and create a morning routine. She, yeah. You know? And um, even though I'm I'm expressing my own thing and what mm-hmm. I'm doing, I'm never saying like, guys, you know, your morning, life would you be have to do a morning routine if you want to be happy or successful. No, or whatever. it doesn't. Equal, a morning routine does not equal happiness. For me, it it mm. equals that because yeah. it makes sense in my in my situation. Totally. Um, but but yeah. that's what's so cool is that I think if the perfect sort of combination in the world is if everyone is expressing what they love and what's aligned for them, yeah. and everyone else, we all know what is right for us and not right for us so that I can then pick like for example if I know that that's something I want to do too and it's aligned for me you inspire me or I can see one way that you do it and make it my own right how nice to cherry pick different things from different people because you're seeing examples of people who are a little further ahead than you in the ways that you want to be in but you're not kind of um 
you know, just scattergunning, yeah. um, trying a, you know, a full on routine and then the next day is not a routine and this and that, like at least when you know your design, you're like, okay, I For know sure. my basics and now I can kind of curate the people that I listen to and I also think it, there's a responsibility on people when we talk about things about not talking about it as if it's the thing that's going to help everyone and there is no magic pill, whether yeah. it's a morning routine, whether it's doing ayahuasca, whether it's, you know, yeah, whatever advice Generally. that we give. <laughs> Yeah, or I mean, even more big than that, like, you know, finding your purpose before you're this and that, like, there's so much advice that gets um, yeah, given out from that person's personal experience without any sort of consideration, even in their own energy, yeah. that this is just proffering something yeah. rather than it's, you know, the capital, truth of the capital T. Yeah, for sure. And I think just the the... The important thing, if there's like one takeaway, I think for me is learning the awareness, like the alone time thing has, mm. I know it sounds so, so straightforward, but that has changed my life. Wow. Knowing that I need, mm. like it's a need. Yeah. Not, okay, it would be nice. I'm actually going to be a better person, a better teacher, better this, better that. Mm. And that, that your energy might actually, you might realize that your energy comes from being around groups of people totally so yeah. you know no I just I'm just obsessed with all of this stuff and it's so interesting because you are a generator and I think a lot of people who are generators in the way that mm, I've never told you this but like the traditional way that human design gets explained is like generators are the worker bees like they should just be working all the time and oh, I didn't know that. it's so bad but basically the whole the whole mm, mechanism behind being a generator is when it's something that you're excited about, physically, viscerally lit up by, yeah. you get like all the battery in the world to do it. And yes. you can get, you can keep doing it, no problem. Yeah. But when it's something that you don't want to do, that's your body saying that's a time to rest, right? So yeah. when there isn't, when you're not doing a live, when you're not working, when you're not doing something else that's exciting to you, then you just chill and you wait for the engine to like, respond that's the strategy of generators is to respond so it's not about trying to go out there and do and find and da 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 all the time it's like when i get a positive response to something then i put my energy into it yeah. so stuff just like comes on your path it's like i always say it's like life is a buffet it's like yeah i yeah. want to do that yes want to do this yes want to do this yeah and then all those little pieces just like add up but in the meantime before the next thing you want to respond to you just relax yeah you know how great how great and and none of us know the power of doing nothing because that's what allows the space for yeah the universe to come to you you know it's funny because now i i'm kind of a bit better with doing nothing but in the past i would be like oh my god i can't you know i can't just sit on the sofa and watch mm -hmm. tv mm -hmm. like that's not good yeah. I need to be doing this. I need yeah. to be working. I need to be walking, uh, walk, going on a mm -hmm. walk, you know, doing all these things because I am like quite a doer, let's mm. say. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Whereas now I'm like, actually, the best thing I could be doing is, is nothing. So yeah. yeah, I've allowed myself into that. And what's interesting here is I think the balance between work and rest because... I've been in places in my life where I really was far away from my purpose and I heard a lot of jargon about like rest yeah. is the key to success and rest is this and that. And I think 
again, I almost want to acknowledge, like, back to my 23-year-old self, that sometimes rest is not the answer. You know, I think you almost need to examine your life and say, how much of my life is the doing nothing and how much of my life is adding value, you know, and making a contribution. And sometimes what's out of balance is the not making the contribution enough, yes. right? The, the quality of your rest gets better and more juicy and more enjoyable when you have that contrast yes. to bounce it off, right? Where you really feel, because otherwise you're just going to sit and rest and feel guilty or feel disconnected or feel depressed or feel whatever, right? Which I've been there. Yeah. Um, sitting on your couch all day without feeling like sometimes what you need to put your energy into is like, what do I really, what's my, what am I fascinated by? What do I love? Let me just give it some energy, you know? Yeah. But I think though, like what you're saying, what am I fascinated by? What do I love? That doesn't need to be. No. Like these huge, okay, what, what am I, like a career, what Mm -hmm. fascinates me in a career? It could be, what do I love to do? on a day-to-day basis, like very, very small, Mm low-key things, which would then lead you to your, you know... Totally. ...to something bigger. Yeah. But, yeah, I think the rest thing is important to say because, like, me and you both love to work. Yeah. And work hard. Mm -hmm. And I love the kind of... the not the hustle, but I love that mm-hmm. kind of passion and excitement that you get from that hard work. Yes. That also makes me feel very, very good. And I need that in my life. Mm. So yeah, yeah I, you I both, you can't, you can't rest, you know, <laughs> it's not fulfilling. It's not, yeah. it's really not. Yeah. Um, it's so true. And I also want to tell people just a reminder, like Bryony is a generator and I'm a projector and we both have, you know, um, this funny relationship with rest. So I don't think it's about, you know, I think we all, it's a conditioning that affects all of us that we feel like we have a mm, funny relationship with rest because we, we don't live in a culture where that's like we're given a healthy, you know, we haven't grown up around a healthy, and that's not to blame anybody. Like we're just not at that place yet. But, um, you know, we both are complete workaholics. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so the part that we need to work on more is, is the rest part than anything and else. And being okay with doing nothing and not yeah. making the day about work. Mm-hmm. Like we've both recently been like feeling <laughs> run down, voice noting <laughs> each other saying, I'm just bored on yeah. a day like this. Like what is... What in- do you do yeah, when you're not working? You yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I think it, as you said, it's good to like sit with those moments as well and be like, okay, well actually there is more to life than working so what do I do on the days where I'm not filling my time with work yeah and it's funny I was gonna say on the axis of work and rest you also have the axis of people and alone because sometimes when I'm when I do get a chance to rest I'm like well what matters really in life like what do I want to do is like be with my people because that's what makes a day off like yeah so fulfilling (laughs) and so exciting and then sometimes when you're over people then you just want to be alone but I think it's important to not attach narratives of like I'm just someone that doesn't want people or I'm someone who always needs people it's like we're always going to flux and flow between those two axes anyway you know you're always going to be in in a mood one day to see a ton of people and have togetherness and then another day you're just going to want to be alone and the same with like you know, work and rest, yeah. um, you're going to dance between a spectrum. Exactly. And I think now at this stage I'm in, I know exactly what I need. In wow. That yeah. Do you? Yes. That's so <laughs> One great. One of my friends, Rebecca, she was 
talking to me the other day. She's really making me laugh. She's like, yeah, you would be okay with this, but then take it to this point, then absolutely not. Mm -hmm. Like she was, she's like, you, for example, she was giving me all these ex examples and it was really making me laugh. She was like, you know, <laughs> like you would love a family day, be with your family all afternoon, but have them, have them come back to yours to watch a movie and then you don't know what time they're leaving. Absolutely not. That would be your boundary. That's hilarious. Just things like that. Like yeah. I know exactly the moment where I would be like, okay. Mm, tapped out. Yeah. Yeah. Had a great time. I love that. I'm off. Um, that's what I said to you the other day and I was like we love to dip into a vibe together yeah. and then we love to tap out <laughs> yeah. and then introvert together <laughs> you yes. know sit on the sofa together and then we tap out and just like dip quietly yeah exactly go out get a vibe and yes. then yes and then, then when we're back. done <laughs> yeah. but it's amazing because I think um, it does come from the hat there's not like it's almost like we try to make our life this like one note yeah. you know like I'm this when especially in the conversation of like what's your authenticity yeah. but actually what makes life interesting is that and different we all have a different spectrum that we'll play in right yeah. so some people are really introverted will need to dip out less yes. right for example but to allow that flux and flow and to feel like all of it can be authentic to us and all of us can yeah. be really into you know I wouldn't have identified as a workaholic before I started doing what I'm doing now you know yeah or someone who loves to work although I look back and I see kind of threads of you know what you do when you're a kid and I was always like you know selling yeah. things and whatever but point being is like these we're much more similar than we are different on all these fronts in the sense that when all of us have something we love doing we're going to be more excited yeah of course than doing it yeah. You know, we're going to work less at something we hate. Yes, definitely. So it's interesting because it's, this is, you know, they call this the science of differentiation and it is amazing to know how we are different. But at the same time, the basic application of like passion and starting small and taking the risk and going with it and not pressuring it and yeah. just following your alignment. These are all just like universal energetic principles. But what do you think about... um human design kind of bringing entitlement Ooh, say more I don't know what you mean so for example we're talking a lot about rest mm -hmm. and I'm just kind of like having Ooh. visions of some feeling like you know okay well I'm I'm this type of person that means mm -hmm. like I can't mm -hmm. I can't work that hard mm -hmm. I can't do this or you yeah. know I it shouldn't work out that much and you know mm -hmm. whatever it might be creating this almost like more special than other like more yeah, entitled to or, good things than other people or something yeah yeah and I don't want it to ever kind of like come and it, it that isn't what human design is mm -hmm. obviously but I think some people can kind of like yeah. <laughs> cherry pick yeah things and that's really not what it's about no not at all and um I think it's two things I think that um all systems all people all advice system like any theory or modality right yeah like everything else in life has a positive expression of itself and a negative expression of itself yeah. and especially in spirituality um there's two things that add to that which is that the person who's spreading it and also the person who's receiving it so if you are coming approaching something with um dogma 
or shame or um, some kind of like need to get out of it or you need to get out of it, lack, control, you interpret it and you notice it and you take it in in such a different way. Okay. And the same thing with people who are sharing it. There's a lot of people in human design who, um, you know, say things in a much more, um, let's say, harsh way, right? Um, or a more um, cutting kind of like black and white or, um, I mean, there's so many people that say things like, oh, well, if you're this type, then your life doesn't begin until after 50. Do you know what I mean? And it's yeah. so limiting. Yeah. Um, so I think it's those two things. It's about the way you're interpreting it and it's the way that the human giving it to you is the thing but it's the same you could say the same thing with religion right yeah the core of anything is usually it's so beautiful and it's so pure but just by the very nature of um humans being imperfect you know yeah and no matter how and i think it's it's more seen in the spiritual world because there's this expectation of spiritual teachers being like you know amazing and higher than other people and whatever but in everything we put our energy into it and so even if you're a spiritual teacher you're not going to do a perfect job you know you're not going to be this like holier than thou you're not going to escape your humanness you still have your own challenges are you going to face those challenges so you become a better spiritual teacher or you're going to let spiritual ego actually make you worse even though you're talking about subjects that are better you know so it's the same with religion and I think um I almost feel like the more I've worked on myself, the more I can listen to stuff that seems very cutting and very dogmatic and just get the bits I need out of it and still find levity in it. So like before, I would not go anywhere near the church. Like for 10 years that I was an atheist and super into, you know, oh my God, I'm more religious than spiritual and all this kind of stuff. Thinking I had to choose which one or the other. Whereas now I can like read a passage in the Bible and I can see take some the nice bits out of of it you know so it's our responsibility to to take what you know people say all the time take what you want and leave the rest but like think about doing that you know genuinely think about doing that and use it don't use it for you to validate your ego use it to humble yourself use it to align yourself use it to check yourself yes you know and i think being a generator saying like saying oh you should just be doing things that mm-hmm. that make th- that's that actually you up. okay yes obviously mm-hmm. I'm going to take from that that I need to be doing aware of the things that light me up and try and figure out a way to do more of those things doesn't mean to say that mm-hmm. in my day I don't have to do things I don't like yes Is that, but you the like way, the end result yes mm-hmm. of course and I try and also I try and frame it in a way that I do like or add Mm -hmm. certain things in and make it a bit more fulfilling and a bit more enjoyable but I do just want to say that like Mm. shit happens life happens like you have to do things you don't want to do at the end of the day that's where they're kind of like entitlement things yes then like yeah just because I'm a generator yes doesn't mean I have to I can't do my yeah yeah invoicing yeah you know that doesn't light me up but no. Hello. <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing is that there's there's layers with it too. And I, I appreciate that you said that because I think, you know, we it's almost pitched to us like this life is supposed to be without, I, and I'm such a proponent of ease and I talk about ease all yeah. the time, but ease doesn't mean that challenges also don't come up yeah. or that you don't get, um, you know, a thorn that spurs you towards evolution or personal growth or transformation. Like we grow through that stuff, right? Sure. And so... 
And again, we live in an imperfect world. So maybe one day, you know, you'll invent something or someone will invent something that makes invoicing easier, right? Yeah. But it's someone else's pain point to deal with, right? But I really find it refreshing that it, I think we have this sometimes misconception that it means it's like we're going to live this like la di da existence. Yes. But it's not about that. No. It's about still staying in the real world and creating your most happy, fulfilled, purposeful life within the confines of what it means to be a yes. human. And because you are aware. Mm. Just basically always coming back to the being aware of the things that do fulfill you. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, yeah. it's interesting because I think a lot of people would... It's so interesting to think how people interpret mm-hmm. human design. And I think it's honestly, it's a trip when you think about how we're all noticing a different even though we're living co-living in this same ball right we are all just living in a different world like when I say words you take them to mean different meanings than me yeah we're having a conversation and we're semi-understanding each other but the layers that it's popping off in your brain and the layers it's popping off in my brain the layers it's popping off in the listener's brain like we are kind of speaking the same language a little bit we're like crossing over in our venn diagram but we're also not and so we have these like we're worlds within worlds you know each of us um when we look outside we notice different things and when we look at this pillow we interpret it differently and so i think you know it's the same thing with when you're understanding sexuality or me understanding i'm getting something different from your workout than maybe other people are right yeah um because and it's quite freeing because I think it means then that we're not all, we don't have to like figure out this one reality when we accept that we just, that's physically impossible. Yeah. And we're just like coexisting, you know? Yeah. Honoring the fact that we're walking alongside this thing together and bumping up against each other sometimes. And most of the time it's just misunderstanding. It's no, you know, yeah, ill intent true. or... And also that's when you have these like interesting conversations when mm. you have the differences and you're like, yeah. oh, God, it's so funny that you see <laughs> it like this. I see it in a completely different way. Yeah. But even if you were to tell a story mm-hmm. to someone, mm-hmm. you would tell me that story mm-hmm. in a different way to land it well with me to you telling your brother or, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of interesting. It's, it's like so on true. social media. You're trying to, if if there's an influencer, for example, mm-hmm. trying to send out a message, mm-hmm. they're sending that Im- that message out in one specific way, mm. which is just so unnatural. Mm. That's so true. Imagine a, an influencer that has a million followers. Mm-hmm. They're giving one message out to a million people, mm. but they're saying it in one way, mm. expecting everyone to read it in that same way mm. which is never gonna happen yes so true so that's when you get kind of like kind of funny yeah it is really. but then also you know in in your design there are people who are better at knowing how to tailor things to the list to the person listening and there's some people who just like don't yeah. change the way they say <laughs> yeah. things and both are correct depending on who you yeah. are. You know what I mean? Like there's some people who it doesn't matter who's listening. They're saying the exact same thing. Yeah. You know, but that's that. good I for them. I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. Same. <laughs> but I think you and I are both the opposite where we're way where we know how to say something that's going to land in someone depending on their energy and what they need and, you know, that different yeah. kind of thing. So it's there's so many uh, nuances to it, you know. 
Um, and speaking of nuances, I kind of also just want to get into like certain nitty gritty things of telling people, like for example, your clothes taste is your digestion and your, that basically one of the things about that is like, you know what you like already and you're happy to just, you could eat something on repeat all the time and not get bored. All the time. Mm. And also I know exactly what I like. So Mm. if I'm in a restaurant or if I'm staying in a hotel or whatever, Mm -hmm. I'm that person that's like, can I have it? Could you mind if I have it without this or Mm -hmm. with this or half and half this or whatever? Mm. Because I'm so specific Mm -hmm. about what I like. Yeah. um, And I just have it on repeat. But then I guess that probably means I'm assuming that you don't really get a meal wrong. Like you don't ever get a bad yeah. If you know how to make, if you know how to make it like enjoyable to you, you'll know exactly. Like you'll never be like tasting something and be like, actually, this isn't what I wanted. I mean, if it's prepared badly, that's yes, different, right? Yeah. But you normally eat what so you like. Excited, exactly. I get so excited about eating what I like, so mm. I want to minimize the risk of not enjoying it. <laughs> <laughs> and is it because it also applies to information? So do you feel like you know what you want to listen to or take in mentally, learn about before you've? Yes. Yeah, I like that a lot. That's cool. Yes, 100%. Or like, depending on what mood I'm in, I'll know exactly like what podcast I would want to... That's so cool. ...listen to. And then your strongest sense of your six senses is inner vision. And that means that you're very good at seeing things in your mind's eye before they become real. And that's the strongest of your six senses. Um, And you're a very... Um, big meditator and visualizer, aren't you? Yes. And you even have like journal prompts that I you know. love journaling and writing things down and meditating. Mm. I'd say like if there's one thing, if I had to pick, it mm. would be the journaling. Wow! And your prompts are so good. I find that it just really is such a kind of download mm. moment. I remember you saying when we were in LA and you were going home, you were like, I can't wait to get on the plane in three days and journal about this. (laughs) What a geek. (laughs) But it was so cool to see because it was like, oh, this is like a different. And I think this is what's so amazing about human design is that when you are secure in who you are and you know your design in your way, you can almost like get high off the way other people work differently without thinking that. Because what blocks most of us is like when we see someone else do something and it works for them, think that either we're doing something wrong or we have to judge them about the fact that they did it yeah but you know it was cool in that moment because I was like oh wow like that's such a different way of doing life and how cool it's almost like you can get high yeah you get high off other people's supply it's so weird I get so excited for a long plane journey just sitting there with my my journal just writing and writing wow yeah it's such a I love it. I love to do... It's funny because if I'm ever going away for work, I'll always do, or if I can, I'll do like a night flight there because I just want to get there. Mm -hmm. And then on the way back, I love a day flight. Mm. Do you feel the same? Because I love to just have a little moment after that trip and Mm. just get everything down on paper. I love that. And again, like like what you were saying earlier, I think it's really um, pertinent here of like, what are the things you love to do in your day to day? Because you giving that love of journaling some energy, right? Throughout probably ages before you started doing Pilates is now incorporated into what you do. And it's not to say that every hobby needs to be done something about, but 
how yeah. it brings an extra flavor to what you do, whether mm, super directly or indirectly, yeah. you're still just cultivating your essence as you go in the little ways and the big ways. And it is just bleeding into the way that your aura, your energy is like radiating out into the world, you know? Yes, for sure. And actually like, as you say, bringing that in in some form of like, yeah, it's interesting the way you can do it. I remember my te- my favorite teacher in school was a really random teacher that used to just write. No one else had him as their favorite, <laughs> but I loved him because I would just he just made us write from the note from the whiteboard the whole class. Wow. He would write on it. We would copy his writing. Wow. And I just loved it because I loved writing. Wow. So that was when I was in school and now I just, I really, really love it. Yeah, you know, it's so funny that you say that because I think about when people say, oh, think about what you used to love to do as a kid. And sometimes it's those really random little things that you can't, if you're not doing your thing already and then you can look back, you can see with the gift of hindsight, oh, I used to love doing that when I was a kid. But if you'd asked me before I started doing human design, what did I used to love doing as a kid and how can you make it your purpose? I have no clue how to tie those things together. But now... Once I'm there, I look back and it kind of makes more sense. So sometimes it's too much pressure to like try and find those like tiny micro things you used to like doing as a kid. Did you do, you know, those things? Yeah. Did you do those? She's talking about those paper. um, Where you put your fingers in the, what is that? You used to make like like a a cone, (laughs) yeah, out of it and write different pieces of advice on the. Advice or it would be like, tell me where you want to live. Uh, mm-hmm. who you want to marry like it was mm-hmm. so silly but it was that thing wasn't I bet yeah. I can imagine you doing that I used to do that I used to do magic eight ball I used to do there was a yes. website that had like tons of quizzes on it um, <laughs> I used to do all the quizzes like what color are you what's your theme song like yes. all that kind of thing and then on the other side I, I know I was like so into science like I read a book about quantum physics when I was like 15 years no old way. I used to love physics and chemistry it's cool I was always so skeptical about everything I'm super cynical I was really academic like crazy academic like so easily my mom used to be like why are you getting I bet like you were math? so good in school yeah. so it's like one of those things where you if you just given me that raw data and said okay well what's the person who's good at these things supposed to do couldn't have given you a clue yeah and I was always playing teacher like when we'd like make up (laughs) school you know like things yeah yeah um and I was always singing and dancing as well like trying to be in a band and you know all this kind of thing and so it adds up even if you can't see why and so sometimes it's like okay yeah if you're Mozart and you started composing at three it's like easy to see (laughs) but like that journaling thing it's like your essence is always like there yeah sparking you but I think it's almost our responsibility to like re-spark it in the in the present Yes. And, and no one is going to tell it you. in some way. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And also just on alignment and confidence and everything, I had no confidence before Pilates. By the way, I think that is such a good, a real point is that I think a lot of people look for feeling deserving or worthy or whatever. Yeah. Before you start, like yeah. as if it's something you're supposed to just be able to summon from within. Yeah. But I think you get it when you witness yourself doing something. You're like, wow, I'm, I can do this. I'm yes. good at this. Like, it comes together. Yeah. And, and people always used to, like, I used to hear people say, well, I was just meant to do this. I just feel like I was meant to do mm. this. And I never really kind of connected with that. It's like, well, what does that even mean? Like, mm. what is someone meant to do? Mm. And for me, the way it's kind of shown itself is through the confidence and 
public speaking and things like that I, I would never have ever ever have thought I'd been able to do the things that I've done through Pilates wow like never in a million years wow from your mind conceiving it but then when you actually did it no like if for example I had to go on TV to talk about the, uh-huh. the swimwear I would have like come out in a rash. I would have been crying. I would have mm. just been s- beside myself shaking mm-hmm. and it wouldn't have landed. <laughs> Obviously it wouldn't have landed that well <laughs> at all. <laughs> Whereas now I just wouldn't think, think twice. So for me, talking the, about Pilates, something. Yes. You love. Yeah. But the main thing, the mm. point where I really feel like, okay, this is the, you know, the cliche meant mm. to do this. Mm. It's shown itself in the confidence thing. Yeah. Oh, that's so interesting. Yeah. So that's how you feel like that's you're like on my your validation. path. Yes. Mm. That's like the big thing that is a big, big difference mm. for me. And I, what I, I feel kind of like below what you're saying is that it's not about you then because you're the same you. It's it's about the fact that you're taught. It's like about the Pilates, right? It's like sure. you take yourself out of the equation almost. You're confident because you back yes. something more than just you, exactly. right? You're leaning on deeper things like exactly not just your persona which is weird because the nature of the business you think is about me Mm. but it it to me it's not yeah but I think that's something that um and we've spoken about this so much on the podcast recently it's about having service mentality yeah so I think there's so much pressure to come across a certain way to be successful but that's such a self-focused uh, reason to be in business and so you're still yeah. being ruled by your ego whereas when it's about adding value to other people's lives it's actually easier to believe in yourself it's actually easier to give a good product it's actually easier to do the things that are challenging for you or a stretch for you because it's not about you anymore it's about the service coming through you yeah. you know and your passion coming through you and you just being a vessel for I'm like a vessel for exactly it. yeah the business is a byproduct of the service. Yeah. And that being the foundation of it. Yeah. And honestly, you know, you only have to experience one class with you to know that to sniff the difference of you really are someone who does it with service in mind. You think about people being comfortable. You think about people not being threatened. You think about giving people a good workout. You think about, you know, instead of thinking about you looking good, making people look up to you, whatever it is, which are all, you know, more egoic based or conditioned um, strategies. So for anyone who hasn't tried um, the workout, obviously the workout is amazing. Um, I mean, it's given me, I always tell you this and I'm going to be explicit, like it's the only way to look like a, it gives you like a porn star (laughs) body. I swear, I say this to you all the time. But also like if you're curious about energy and alignment, like I think it helps to, have the small parts of your life also be higher vibe and more aligned, right? So take a class from someone who's in their in their alignment. Yes. Take a class from someone who is in service consciousness, you know? Yeah. Um, take a journal from a person that way, you know, drink your morning matcha or coffee from that kind of place. Yeah. Um, you know, it's 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 all of that because it adds up and, and what we put in the waters is contagious, right? So, and if you're curious about someone who does things with service consciousness, you only need to do one class with you to know, to smell the difference. So. Thank you. Well, I think the, the way 
that Pilates is connected with, or the, the this method is connected with the human design. Mm. Having time, like, in your body, having that, like, mm-hmm. meeting with yourself, that release and that free feeling for an, half an hour, however long it is that day, makes you so connected to what's going on in your body. Your yeah. body is always sending you messages at yes. the end of the day. So when you're connected to that, you are feeling, okay, I feel good in this situation. I feel bad. You know, yes. you're, you're so much more connected and so much more aware. So. I mean, you're so beyond right because it's all about not letting your mind run the show and knowing that your body has so much wisdom in it that is more than you could ever need to, yes. you and know, listening. live a life of your dreams. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Listening to those signs. Exactly. So, um, I mean, we could carry on and we do. For hours. <laughs> for, for a living. But this is all we do. But... um. <laughs> Will you tell people, like, just remind them what your app is called, website, where to find you? Yes. So it's PilatesByBriony.com. So we are also on Android. It's Pilates by Briony on the iOS store. And it is at Briony Deary on Instagram. I love it. Thank you so much Thank for being here. Thank you so much. I love I hope this. you guys loved it too. This is just Thank fun. It didn't even feel like anything. But we, this is like a day in the life. I know. <laughs> <laughs> the best.